This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of my podcast. This episode is going to be a quick Super Bowl recap episode of the podcast. And then at the end, I'm going to talk about what's going to be coming in future episodes now that the NFL season has concluded. So let's start with the Super Bowl where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely dominated the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. I was very surprised to see that. I thought that this was going to be a very close game start to finish. It was not that at all. The Bucs dominated right from the start. The Chiefs were never really able to get anything going at all in this one. As for Patrick Mahomes, this was probably the worst game of his entire NFL career. He could not get anything going at all. That Tampa Bay pass rush was all over him all game every play that pass rush was in the backfield they made Mahomes uncomfortable they made him scramble more than he wanted to and that offense just never got anything clicking in fact the offense did not even score one touchdown this high-powered Patrick Mahomes Andy Reid led Chiefs offense this superpower offense that has looked unstoppable and impossible to slow down for a majority of this season did not even get one touchdown this whole game. Tom Brady was given the MVP of this game, but I think realistically the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense as a whole was the real MVP for this game. Absolutely stellar performance. They also forced Patrick Mahomes to throw two interceptions, which is something he rarely ever does. And again, like I said, they kept them out of the end zone and did not even let this offense score one touchdown. In my Super Bowl preview episode of the podcast, I said that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, though very good, I was a little concerned with the youth and inexperience in big games of this Tampa Bay defense. I was wrong about that. They were up to the task. They played their best game of the entire season. The pass rush kept getting home with Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett, though they did not get a ton of sacks in the game. That does not tell the story because they were literally in the backfield every single play. Mahomes was running for his life. He was never able to get comfortable. The passing game looked like a scramble drill every play, which was just really surprising to see for this Chiefs offense because no defense has been able to do that to them since Patrick Mahomes. Holmes has taken over. So my concerns about the Tampa Bay defense and possibly getting out to a slow start and the concern of maybe the Bucks having to play from behind, I was wrong about that. The defense really, really showed up. They set the pace for this game. They set the tone early and they held strong from start to finish, which allowed the Tampa Bay offense to do pretty much anything they wanted. This Chiefs defense struggled, especially in coverage in the man-to-man matchups with these Bucks receivers. The Bucks receivers were winning those matchups forcing a lot of defensive holding penalties defensive pass interferences because the corners and safeties were getting beat by these receivers and because they were getting beat it was allowing Tom Brady to be very very comfortable in this offense and running the offense the way he likes to run it those short underneath passes that Brady loves so much and that Brady thrives off of they were there all day the offensive line held up against the Chiefs pass rush the receivers were creating separation Brady did what Brady does best which is short efficient passes that keep the offense on schedule that is what he plans to do going into every game he executed it perfectly in this Super Bowl very efficient day for Brady he did end up throwing three touchdowns no interceptions 
And then besides that short passing game that worked so well, the Bucks once again on this playoff run, on this great playoff run, found success in the running game yet again. That's how they've won a lot of these games now in the playoffs and down the stretch here. They've gotten that running game going between Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones in this one. They combined for 150 rushing yards between the two of them, so the ground game was definitely working there. And exactly how Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, and this Buccaneers offense script this game how they would ideally like it to go is exactly how it went it was all working for them it was all there everything that they wanted to accomplish on the offensive side of the ball they accomplished everything they wanted to accomplish on defense they far exceeded and accomplished even more so so really just amazing performance all around by the Buccaneers, dominating this game from start to finish. It was never really close, never really in question, and then the final score ended up being 31-9. to A very surprising final score and one that I don't really think anybody saw coming. And even watching the game, I was always kind of waiting for this Chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes to wake up and make one real push at it and one real run at it to really threaten this Bucs team, but it just never happens. The Bucs defense was just too good. They never let that get going. There were a couple of drives later in the game that the Chiefs did put together starting towards the end of the first half where I started to think, okay, here we go. They're going to wake up. They're going to get in the end zone here. They're going to make this game interesting. But on those drives, though, they marched right down the field. Those drives came to a halt, which again, you have to credit that Bucks defense. They held up so strong. They really, really frustrated this Chiefs offense. And then same story with the Bucks offense. The Bucks wide receivers in particular really, really frustrated that Chiefs secondary because they were winning those one-on-one matchups and forcing those Chiefs D-backs to hold and pass interfere and make some big mistakes that really told a big story in this game as well. So all things considered, this was one of the most impressive Super Bowl performances that I've ever seen in my life. Full team effort all around from the Bucks, led by, of course, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. He gets his seventh Super Bowl ring, which is absolutely unbelievable. He's now been to 10 Super Bowls. He's done it with two different teams in not only two different divisions, but two different conferences as well. He has more than double the amount of postseason wins of any quarterback in NFL history. And this is a crazy stat too, that if you just start with Tom Brady's career when he's 35 years old and on, he still has more postseason wins than any other quarterback in NFL history. Again, just all the things that Tom Brady's been able to do in his career is absolutely amazing never been done before probably will never be done again he has been the reigning king of the nfl for about 20 years now i talked in my preview episode about this could be a passing of the torch type of game if mahomes who seems like he's going to be the next superstar up could have beaten brady head to head in this super bowl i said that it would kind of be a passing of the crown in a way from the brady era to the mahomes era but brady stopped that from happening. He reminded the world that he's not quite done yet. He's still here to stay, and it automatically makes the Bucks the favorite again next year, as long as they keep this team together. They do have a couple free agency question marks with Chris Godwin, with Shaq Barrett, with Levante David, so we'll see kind of how the roster rounds itself out next year, but as long as they keep this core together, which it looks like they will, the Bucks have to automatically be the favorite coming into this following season.
season as well. Speaking of, let's talk about my top five teams heading into next season. I know it's way too early for that, but why not? Heading into next season, I would have number one, the Tampa Bay Bucks, number two, the Kansas City Chiefs, number three, the Buffalo Bills, number four, the Green Bay Packers, and number five, the LA Rams. Those are my top five teams heading into next season before this offseason starts. Obviously, depending what happens this offseason, if there's any other blockbuster moves or big changes that are made, that top five can change, but that would be my top five in the NFL at this current time. But with that being said, this has been a very fun NFL season, especially for this podcast. I had a blast making an episode every week of the NFL season. It is obviously now wrapped up the NFL, but this podcast is not going anywhere. I will still be releasing an episode just about every week as I have been. So nothing is going to change in that sense for the podcast. Let's talk a little bit about what I have coming up for future episodes of this podcast for NFL. If there's anything huge that happens in the offseason, I will touch on it. As we get closer to the NFL draft, I may have an NFL draft preview episode. And then late in the offseason, as we approach the following NFL season, like I did for this one, I will have three or four multiple preview episodes for the next NFL season. But until we get there, there is plenty still going on in the sports world, of course, as there always is. Both the NBA and the NHL are in their seasons right now as those seasons go on and get a little bit later I will have prediction episodes for those for the playoffs as I usually do for the NBA I will also have awards predictions and things like that baseball season is not too far away at this point either so as we approach the baseball season I will do a season preview I will have a prediction episode for the MLB season as well when we get a little bit closer to that and March is right around the corner right now so of course we have the big NCAA basketball tournament I will have a tournament preview episode a March Madness episode or multiple episodes possibly of the podcast for March Madness definitely looking forward to that and the other big thing that we have going on in March is for UFC UFC is absolutely loaded in the month of March it's one of the best months that I think UFC has ever had there are two very big pay-per-views in the month of March with at least five title fights already scheduled and announced for those pay-per-views. So I will definitely be having some podcast episodes to talk about those big events that are happening in March for the UFC, previews of all those title fights with my picks and predictions as well, like I usually do with the big UFC fights that are coming up. So again, there's a ton of stuff going on, a lot of stuff I'm excited to cover as this podcast continues to roll on after the NFL season and all the way through until the next one. I hope you join me for everything that I have coming up. In the meantime, please go follow me on my Twitter. The handle is at Adam Hulse Sports on Twitter. I hope you follow me there. I hope you come back for my future episodes. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in.